0: Welcome to Much More Much here with Pup Duffy and Caroline an Aunt imagination production. Guys, I am here again with the amazing Noah Richardson and this is going to be a fun talk because <laughs> he knows as we spoke last time I'm like obsessed with 6 feet under and today I watched um, what is it called we bought a funeral home that real Oh, I saw yeah. that.
1: I saw, yeah, I
0: That place was gorgeous. Yeah. But you- So you have firsthand real life experience with this. I wanted to talk with you about it because it was something that we had mentioned last time just in passing, but we were focused, you know, rightly on your music, which is people, if you haven't heard it, you need to check them out. You're on YouTube. You're on Spotify. It's some really, really talented, good music. I'm a huge fan. And yeah, I I can't say enough about it, but I want to jump into the concept, I don't know, as a little Florida girl, I don't, I mean, there probably are people that do what, you know, like we said, six feet under and we bought a funeral home and your family. But to me, it was always like a place of business. I didn't know until I was grown that people actually, you know, lived where they work. I think my girl was probably my introduction to the fact that people What. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would think that you have to be necessarily macabre. You have to be a dark person to want to do something like that. But let's be for real. A funeral director or a mortician, you know, people that deal with your deceased loved ones, they're doing you a service and not like, oh, you owe me, but they're doing something that not a lot of people can do with love for the craft, with respect. Mm -hmm. To me, yeah might seem creepy that people actually live you know above or in funeral homes yeah it could be creepy and you could get it could be spooky maybe you know if you're a kid or a, a an impressionable person to where you think every creak or bump is something but in reality this is hundreds of years this is this goes back a long ways right
1: uh, with my funeral home particularly yeah it was uh in my family everything in my family for like two generations so I guess you could say like up to like a hundred years yeah probably
0: oh. so it's not in, in here not we're gonna we're not gonna digress but it seems like a lot of things that were done in the past became kind of like uh, taboo for some reason and I, I don't feel like that's right I mean we we should be able to embrace death mm-hmm. And not I'm not saying everybody go out and embrace, you know, death tonight, but it's a part of life. I mean, not to be like whatever cheesy, but it is. It's definitely right. It's the final boss of life, really.
1: Yeah.
0: But I wanted to ask you a strictly architectural, architectural question. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) And I've not been, and we're not gonna say exactly where your family's home is. People that are in the area know and they can partake of the services. We're not gonna put you on blast if people are standing outside your home. (laughs) No, no, but uh, (laughs) I noticed, and oh my God, in this series, um, We Bought a Funeral Home, that place is 12 square feet. Now this is in Canada, where everything is, to me is bigger and grander, but that's a lot of space. Mm -hmm. That must have been a booming business. God, it probably had, I think it was three stories, the home portrayed on um, the television show, uh, Six Feet Under, was three stories. The uh, funeral home that you grew up in and you have experience, is it a three story as well?
1: I don't know how to like, it's stories from like not including the basement. Like is it like each floor? Yeah. up? Like I don't know how to really, dis- like, I don't know. But I know there's, so there's the ground, there's the basement where the, the morgue was in the, the music studio that I had. Um, next to each other and then there was um, the main floor which was like where the funeral parlor really was um, and then the top floor was where uh, we lived just so where oh. the kitchen all of our rooms were and then there was an attic so I don't know if you count that as
0: I was testing out a theory because it seems like and maybe I'm reading too much into it we kind of have our three stories right we have birth life and death so it,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we yeah. back to where you said your music studio was next to the morgue because uh-huh. creator, director, king of funeral pop. I mean, come on. Appropriate, right?
1: Very appropriate. Yes.
0: But and, and you, exactly what you said. And then it's almost like I don't want to say the dirty business, but the, the dirty business where the, the, the deceased were prepared, you know, things like that. They were cleaned up. They were dressed up. They were embalmed right Mm -hmm. happened like down below in the basement for health reasons or you know logistic reasons it makes sense (laughs) but also and then like you said the 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 ground floor with for the the services or to speak with you know the family that comes in Mm -hmm. and then goes your family up above everything
1: yeah
0: oh gosh I mean I feel like for a kid and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like for a kid it would help foster this sense of empathy and appreciation for life, for family, for your loved ones, because you see as a child, as a teenager, people that are just devastated, right? They've mm-hmm. experienced incredible loss, but you're also seeing, and again, I might be putting myself into it, but in my experience with unfortunately quite a few funerals, it's a coming together. People mm-hmm. that have for years are together, people mm-hmm. that,
1: Eat each other are together right yeah
0: yeah quite the equalizer
1: yeah it's uh it's very crazy and there's like a lot of things that especially with like the coming together of people um things that we've seen uh because I've been working funerals since I was 11 and uh just like we've had the like the police called because you know family members are fighting like right in front of everybody or um we've had gangs we've had gangs at you know like funerals like that um I remember one time there was like a specific gang I don't know if I. I'm not gonna say anything but I remember I remember they like literally were everywhere uh like they packed our funeral home and there was people like literally lining outside of the front door like onto the street and I was leaving I was like 14 I was like leaving to to go like, party somewhere or whatever, and I turned around, like, took a picture of, just because I'd never seen our house, like, that packed, you know, and I turned around, and took a picture of it, and there was one guy, I didn't see him, he was right next to me across the street, he was on his bike with his nice big jacket, and he was kind of like, what are you doing with that picture, boy, and I was just like, nothing, Then just started running, I was like, I was at it, but uh, yeah, we, we've seen, we've seen lots of stuff, uh, for sure, um, real quick, I actually, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but during the, uh, because I'm from Philly, during the, uh, the Eagles Super Bowl run, uh, somebody started an Eagles chant in the middle of the the funeral, which was great.
0: Well, you know what, that's probably what the deceased would have, they would have loved it, right?
1: For sure. Yeah, for sure. People have, like, tailgated in the parking lot. I mean, oh Irish, god. Irish funerals, you know, I'm walking around, uh, handing out shots of JMO and stuff like that, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Well, what you said about the gang member, that's like, you got really, I don't know that you knew the danger you were. And I think you were very close to seeing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) probably.
0: Oh my God. And I know you, I know you said the Phillies are playing tonight. Are they in the World Series? I haven't been keeping up.
1: The Phillies, yeah, the Phillies are in the World Series. Somehow, by the grace of God, they are in the World Series.
0: Yeah, no. So, but what's so funny to me, and is like people don't realize what, what we were saying about uh, bringing people together. Personal aside, my sister and I got in a screaming match. I mean, I could have physically assaulted her the night of my grandmother's uh, funeral. Really? Yeah, because emotions are so.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I mean, I think it might have been a little PMS as well, if I'm being honest, but. I had kept everything inside, right? I'm that person that takes care of everybody else. So the whole time I was making sure that my mom was okay, you know, that. Mm -hmm. and then just that night, everything comes crashing down. And I think that you as a kid and your siblings, to see people at their most vulnerable and their most, and as in the case with the Eagles, at their most joyful, I mean, I'm advocating for kids to be involved in processes. And it's probably not a popular, you know, opinion because people want to protect kids and absolutely protect your kids, but also don't protect them to the point that they're insensitive to things, I think, I guess. But I don't know. We're getting heavy. So we're going to talk about spooky. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) perfectly fine.
0: Let's talk spooky. You said from the age of 11. So you're there. Let's, let's be for real. What was the first time, how old were you when you first saw, I don't know the proper word, a corpse or a deceased?
1: I've, I was, I've been debating this actually too, because as I've been like talking about this on TikTok, like using the proper verbiage uh, for somebody, I would just say someone's loved one or oh. something like that. Um, but yeah, the first time, I can't, honestly can't even remember like the first time I like there's not like a specific memory that like really to my head, honestly. No.
0: But you you were young though, huh?
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely young. And uh I don't know, like maybe I I don't really remember how I thought like when I was a kid, but I definitely probably thought like, oh, like maybe other kids do like have this too for you know, I just it was just normal. (laughs) It was just completely normal to me. And um yeah, it just was
0: it was normal. You Mm -hmm. you go go to your friend Billy's house and you're like you don't have an embalming table in your basement what what's wrong with you
1: where's your dead people (laughs) yeah I was like
0: you don't have caskets in the living room for people to look at what's wrong yeah
1: literally yeah um
0: that's I mean god I can imagine like you being a little guy and like daddy daddy (laughs) you know and Mr. Smith is on the table you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) Prepped. yeah um I do, I do remember just, like, being absolutely terrified of, because, like, our, like, our ground floor, like, us kids, like, our, our our funeral home was really the place, like, where our whole family kind of met up, and, like, all the kids, we would, like, play tag, like, downstairs and stuff like that, and, um, but it's kind of like that horror movie moment where you'd you'd be running around and then you'd see the dark bottom of the stairs. And like, it it was just that thing, like me and my sister would like look at it and be like, no, you know, and even up until I was like, maybe like 13, like I would be down there by myself. And then as soon as I turn the light up, I'm sprinting up the stairs. You know what I mean? It's just like, it was just like that.
0: No, I get that totally. I mean, I saw Pet Cemetery too young and I don't know exactly when I stopped doing it, but I used to not, like, you know how you launch yourself into your bed so nothing underneath it can grab you?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 I, um, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say, but this is real life, this isn't, you know, this isn't some Stephen King novel, this is real life, and what I think people need to understand is, yeah, it's, it can be spooky, it can be strange, but this was also your family home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, Especially since if I like, because I've definitely seen things and definitely heard things, you know, um, yeah. like nothing happened without any sort of evidence of it, especially when you have like mediums and people come in and like burning sage in your house and uh, saying that there's X amount of spirits and they're doing this and that. And it's like very detailed. But um, yeah, you can't like really get away from it. You know? So it's, it's just there.
0: And it's so funny that people think, oh, every funeral home, you know, has to be haunted. Uh, let me tell you, if I'm a spirit, that's not where I'm hanging out, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works, really. It's it's really, um, I guess there's only one way to really find out or when we're going to find out, you know. But um, it's definitely, like, definitely very interesting. When I was younger, I used to, like, just kind of look up, um, like, people's near-death experiences, or like when people have died and come back or like been like pronounced dead and um people have that same kind of experience like like a light and like all that I find that so interesting I think it's really really cool so I would just wonder how like you kind of get stuck mm-hmm. here if you're here or like you know
0: and yeah I mean we could we could talk for ever about yeah.
1: <laughs> we could start our own podcast on this whole thing
0: <laughs> yeah oh my god it's spooky time the no end, pup. But yeah. you're absolutely right. We're not going to know until the end, and then who are we going to tell? Yeah.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's fantasize that for a second, because maybe at least a couple spirits that are still here are trying <laughs> to tell us. They're like, maybe. "You guys, know. I'm still here. You can't mm-hmm. me. I can't talk to you, but I know what's happening." Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was like what was confusing. um I don't know if I told this story about, like, when I saw my grandfather, but, like, my grandfather, um, I never met him. Like, he died before I was born, and it's funny because uh, everybody, like, so we were heavily involved in uh, our one local church as, like, when I was a kid, and uh, my grandparents were heavily involved in it. So, like, um, I was always surrounded by all these people who knew them. And, you know, they would see me as a young child and be like, oh, you look so much like your grandfather and like all that kind of stuff. So um, I always had that kind of with me. And then um, a family friend came up, whatever, and like told me that he was trying to reach me. And okay. because I kept I kept waking up like in the middle of the night, you know, she's she's she claimed she was like a medium and stuff like that. And she could see this and that. And I was like, OK, right. And then she's like, really, you don't believe me. All right. She's like, why are you waking up between? this hour and this hour I'm like how do you know that she's like it's your grandfather he's trying to talk to you and then the next day I looked down the stairs and he was standing there
0: oh my god
1: yeah and um I, it was crazy it was really crazy um wow. yeah it's just like like why if he was trying to tell me something I have no idea what it was like you know what I mean like I
0: yeah it's like no grandpa- idea
1: <laughs> thanks a grandpa. yeah it's you're watching my- me I, thanks <laughs> I'm actually creeped out now
0: joke but now I got goosebumps I can't I can't talk about (laughs) it yeah but you know funny is it could we don't have an understanding no matter if you're a a medium if you're you know you're uh, educated about spirits we still don't know your grandpa could have been hearing people say oh my god Noah he looks just like grandpa and he coming down and he's like I don't see it you know
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's very true. It's very true. I just, I really find it, especially if you've seen, you've probably seen Beetlejuice, right? Absolutely. So like, that, that was always in my head too. Of like, is time different? Like, is time different when you're dead and you're just like observing? You know, it's just like very strange, very strange.
0: I mean, we don't know. I was mm-hmm. watching. I'm gonna admit it because this is probably a guilty watch, but yeah. on. A show called Julian Phantoms, and it was okay. probably a girls age ages thirteen to sixteen. But mm-hmm. I am, and the, the basic concept is these three uh, teenagers. There were four of them, but three of them. It was their they were going to play the Orpheum. It was their big dream, and they died from like food poisoning or something. And twenty five years later, somehow the girl summons them, but. They were like, oh my God, it's been 25 years. And da, 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 And I'm like, that's probably, and again, Beetlejuice. I'm blanking on their names, but Dina Davis and, uh, was it Al uh, Baldwin?
1: Al- Baldwin, yeah.
0: They just went back to their house. You know, they were just like, okay, well, you want some breakfast? You know, it's like, to mm-hmm. them, the passage of time was like literally nothing. So mm-hmm. for your grandfather, is this your dad's dad? hmm Yeah. So he was probably like. Looking that's at, his
1: place. Know, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's like, I'm looking, pretty
1: sure he died there. So um
0: uh, and he wasn't he was a funeral director as well, right? hmm Yeah. So he's probably waiting for his like next appointment, you know, the Johnsons that are coming in because Mr. You know, and and it's been, you know, 20, 30 years. Is yeah, that-
1: yeah, like uh like American Horror Story, like the first season. I don't know if you've seen that, but um
0: long time ago, yeah.
1: I just I imagine if it's you kind of wake back up and whatever you're doing and like you slowly figure out wait who is this in my house you like you know like yeah it's very strange
0: yeah like the others you know the others with uh, Nicole Kidman
1: I never saw it
0: well I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say then because you might watch it <laughs> <And if> you-
1: <laughs> yeah don't spoil it for me. <laughs> no
0: nope. but you're right like I feel like as a spirit as a ghost as a hate as they call it maybe if you haven't crossed over maybe you're just kind of like floating in this like foggy place just yeah. not of anything and then maybe maybe something happens you know your your grandson is born and you're like what what's going on with my family what happened where yeah. i been yeah
1: yeah uh there is like so i also have a sort of like mischievous side to me where um people would find this out about me like me living in a funeral home and like there's certain people uh I would kind of mess with Mm -hmm. and um I remember telling somebody I was like texting someone and they were like alone in their house and uh they were like scared of like ghosts and stuff and I was like being very cryptic but like no like don't do that like no don't do that how do you know these things and then I kind of made this whole story up and uh I I hope my grandmother doesn't uh yell at me from the grave but she would probably appreciate it uh i kind of said that like i have a certain set of rules like i can't like uh explain how i know these things or how i know and then like eventually i'd be like okay like when i was a kid my grandmother like visited me uh when i was sleeping um i never met her like she was dead and uh she like said that i'm like a medium. And all that stuff. So, like, I told people that I could, like, talk to ghosts and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I could walk into a, any room and, like, tell you, like, there was a man of spirits. And, like, some people I forgot that I told them that. So, like, we would walk into some places and they would see me kind of look around and they'd be, like, what's wrong? <laughs> and it was, like, kind of messed up. but.
0: Well, I mean, that's a hell of a pickup line, too.
1: Sure, <laughs> I... <laughs> <Don't worry>. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and it's funny because ghosts have the concept of ghosts in general and spirits and haunting they it seems like it's had a resurgence like there's a comedy called ghosts on uh, cbs i watch it on amazon but and it's kind of like kind of like what you were saying like because only the wife can see them so like the husband's looking the wrong way when he thinks Hmm. he's talking but you know what if they're around let's let's be let's be serious yes i i feel like there are probably bad things that we can't see that's just you know me and it sounds like you grew up in church too so there's probably demons there's probably angry spirits right Mm -hmm. there's probably spirits that were awful human beings in life
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i feel like sure i don't feel like death is the equalizer there i think if you're a shitty person in in life you're probably a shitty person in death that's just
1: yeah uh,
0: all opinions are that of the host but it's just like If around again, if I'm a ghost, I'm not really looking to interact with you. (laughs) I'm just like, unless you get me
1: out of here, please.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is boring. (laughs) Change the channel. You know, it's like, (laughs) I don't want to watch true crime story anymore. But (laughs) unless the whole unfinished business thing is what keeps them here or they're lost or they're mm-hmm. trapped. When I talk 13 ghosts, you know, it's like, it makes no sense that normal people ghosts would wanna hang out. Maybe, you know, a parent wants to look after their child. I get it. I mean, I feel like, again, I feel like the, the way you were in life, if you were a caring person, if you loved your family, if you were a murderer, you know, mm-hmm. you going to be the same as a ghost. That's just my opinion
1: yeah i could see i i I have no idea i in that sense the thing that uh came to me is uh sixth sense how for anyone uh listening spoiler alert if you haven't seen sixth sense but um yeah like how when he sees them like uh he eventually finds out he has to help them you know in that sort of way like i don't yeah i really don't know it's really interesting uh i guess i I can wait to find out. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, a be, I'm not in any hurry to find out, but um, yeah.
0: For sure. And and like, if there's a ghost near me right now that wants to fill me in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like you, I'm pretty sure they knew how to like write things. They could probably write like a little note.
0: Well, what I think is kind of cool to digress a tiny bit is when a ghost like in film or on television, like goes into somebody else's body and like talk i'm like that would be where's the dog they, only- they can only bark yeah <laughs> I mean,
1: you know i feel like i've probably had that happen to me
0: oh breaking news you think no, you're i'm ready? totally
1: joking but i don't know because, <laughs> well like when i was a kid i um my parents told me like i told i mentioned uh burning sage in my room and my parents mentioned that i uh slept when i was a kid and then i would like end up um instead of like knocking on their bedroom door and be like like mom i threw up and i would be like mom the uh the black man is standing in my closet you know it's like that so then oh my- i kind of raises some flags and <clears throat> um yeah they ended up i think someone came and was like burning sage in my room and something like that yep
0: that's see that that. that- parenting right there because a parent could have been like go back to bed not go get up missed you but they took you seriously even if they didn't think it was anything they took your concerns seriously yeah i I'm done mom and dad
1: yeah you it's, it's this is crazy <laughs> like to even talk about too because like uh i so i so wanted to make a tv show out of like all of the the stories i was told like about the funeral home and uh it's still on the table but it's just just like fun to recount like it's it's nice
0: listen noah you have an open invitation we can do we can create a show for you yeah on on our imagination door we can set it up kira will be on top of it (laughs) Hey,
1: hey i i dude there are countless stories that i've been told uh that are very interesting
0: that would be, that would be a lot of fun. I know you're super busy. You're a hard worker. You are a, car. thank you for people that don't know you are the king of funeral pop and you have some bangers out there right at the moment. Thank you. I know you're thank precious you very pretty soon. So let's make a plan to, and we can call it fun at the funeral home or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god well listen for people that want to follow up with you where can they find you
1: uh you can find me on instagram youtube tiktok twitter um what other social media am i not mentioning
0: youtube no yeah. Yes.
1: We- <laughs> sure whatever but um yeah you can find me on there uh my at handle for instagram tiktok twitter is at noah richardson with two eyes. um yeah i also dropped a music video for my debut album "Dead to me that is in a funeral home the funeral home that i'm talking about uh you should definitely go check it out
0: listen when i saw when i saw uh the show we bought a funeral home the little girl they bought a casket to make a casket bar and she laid down in the casket and she's like this is really comfortable and the first thing i thought of was you.
1: yeah (laughs) i'm telling you it is actually
0: okay that that begs the question are caskets comfortable (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they, they they it seems wrong but it's hey
0: well no but it seems wrong because it's not like they're going to complain but sure. also again it's showing the care and compassion and thought that you know 100
1: 100 yeah there there is so much um as much as we have like to have like a dark humor and then like i feel like that trickles down to like everybody kind of in the, the business with like this like i feel like that's just the way you got to process certain things or um but there is so much care and attention to detail, and really things like that I have learned uh, from like dealing with people, dealing with loss, dealing with grief, um, and comforting people. I've learned from my dad and my my stepmom, and um, just the many people I've worked with. You know, being in the funeral home.
0: Right. And that is something. Um, there is something to be said for when you you don't know what to say to someone. To still being there, if that makes sense, just a quiet comfort, you know.
1: Yeah, super. Yeah,
0: like they know talk if they want to talk. Mm -hmm. I think that's. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely, definitely, hundred percent.
0: Well, Noah, let's do this again because I think (laughs) there's stories coming out of the family funeral.
1: yes there. yes there there absolutely is i will definitely there's a couple that i'm thinking of right now but i will definitely have to save it right. i got That's, you
0: well listen go watch these, and i hope they win <laughs>
1: thank you very much all right take care this is great to do this